the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast with this week's review of Smack Diddly Down. I'm Troy, joined as always by Jay. How are we doing on this ridiculously miserable and grey Saturday afternoon? I'm all right. Uh, it's nice and quiet without Aaron, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It's, it's peaceful. It's like NXT UK where it's a bit more civilised and no shouting <laughs> at people. <laughs> Usually we get tidbits from Aaron, but rest assured, I've got you covered for them. Here we go. Yeah. So on this day, uh, or rather yesterday, so we're going to do the 15th and 16th of January. Uh, so on this day, on the 15th of January is in 19... 19- <laughs> in 1987, Kelly Kelly was born. Also on this day, uh, in 1970, 15th of January still, Shane McMahon was born. It's happy birthday to Kelly Kelly and Shane McMahon. And uh, uh, Pres- Preston Vance from The Dark Order as well. Oh, very nice. Happy and... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, I saw that, actually. Yeah. Um Unfortunately, uh, on this day last year in 2020, we lost a legend that is Rocky Johnson. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Have you, speaking of Rocky Johnson, before we move on, have you seen there? The Rock's got his own like sitcom coming out, which is basically everybody it's, hates Chris. Uh, yeah, it's him um, as a, a child, isn't it? Or like him yeah. As have a, you, a child see, and have you seen the guy who's playing Rocky Johnson? Is is he playing Rocky? Is Dwayne playing Does his it, dad or not? No, no, no. Oh, okay. um, there's a guy playing Rocky Johnson, and he's an absolute dead ringer for him. Really? He looks like exactly like him. It's insane. Awesome. That's cool. <laughs> um, so, on this day, 15th of January in 1989, WWF presents the 1989 Royal Rumble. Uh, featured uh, only five matches, one of which being the Rumble. Uh, Bret Hart, Jim Duggan, and Jim Neidhart um, defeating Dino Bravo, Jacques, and Raymond Rougeau in a six-person... Jacques. 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 There's an E and an S on the end. (laughs) I know, but that's silent me. French. Come on. Merde. Jacques Uh, Rougeau. (laughs) In a six-person tag, two out of three falls match. Um, he, um, he trained Kevin Owens as well, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, Rockin' Robin defeated Judy Martin um, to retain the WWF Women's Championship. The Ultimate Warrior defeated Rick Rude in a pose down. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine what that I am. Um, like. Fun fact this was the first ever wrestling VHS I got. Really? Yeah, because I, I only remember this because you just said about the pose down because it was like a white box with a warrior on the front, oh, okay. even though he wasn't even in the rumble. <laughs> uh, next match on the night was, and I imagine this was stiff as fuck, Haku against Harley Race. Oh, 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and the final match of that night was the 30-man Royal Rumble match, which Big John Studd won. Um, on this day, sticking with the 15th in 2006, TNA presents Final Resolution. This actually seemed like a fairly decent card. Two thousand, uh, like two thousand six to two thousand eight, was when TNA was like at its best. So yeah, yeah. This this looked pretty good in fairness. Um, Alex Shelley, Austin Aries, and Roderick Strong defeated Chris Sabin, Matt Bentley, and Sanjay Dutt in a six-person tag match. Uh, BG James, uh, aka uh, Road Dog, and Doggy Kip Dog. James defeated uh, David Young and Elix Skipper. AJ Styles defeated Hiroshi Ta- uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Sean Who then? AJ. Yeah. Woo! In in an, an 11, 11 minute thriller. A sneaky little AJ versus match on a TNA pay per view. <laughs> Go Ace. Go Ace. Um, Sean Waltman defeated Raven in a Ravens Rules match with special guest referee Larry Zabisco. Uh, that was meant to be somebody else. I can't remember who it was. It was meant the... to be someone bigger than Xbox. Oh, in the match. And then, yeah. And then they pulled out and they replaced him with Xbox. Wow. <laughs> I can't remember who it was though. It was, it was an XCCW guy. I want to say it was like Rhino or something like that. Maybe okay. not Rhino. Cause he would probably been in a different match. Hmm. Uh, Bobby Roode defeated Ron Killings. Abyss <laughs> defeated Rhino. Uh, Chris Harris and James Storm defeated Brother Devon and Brother Ray. Samara Joe defeated uh, Christopher Daniels by submission. Um, oh, I should mention that uh, that tag match between Chris Harris and James Storm uh, was for the NWA tag titles. Yep. Uh, Samoa Joe beating Christopher Daniels by submission was for the NWA X division title. And Christian Cage and Sting defeated Jeff Jarrett and Monty Brown. Good old alpha male. <laughs> uh, Missed so much. Sticking with, yeah, man. Sticking with the 15th of January on this day, AEW in 2020 presented Bash at the Beach. Uh, featured Adam Page and Kenny Omega defeating Chuck Taylor. Uh, and Trent, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson, Santana, and uh, sorry, Ortiz and Santana in a four way tag match. Uh, Hikaru Shida and Chris Statlander um, defeated Randy Rose and Mel. John Moxley defeated Sammy Guevara. MJF Butcher and the Blade defeated Diamond Alice Page, Dustin Rhodes, and QT Marshall in a six person tag match. And finally, Pac defeated Darby Allen. Very good matter. Um, moving Pac- on. Edron Derby. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, 16th of January. So today's date. Um, no notable uh, birthdays that I could find. Um, so if there are any, I've missed some out. Apologies. Um, but pay-per-views. So on this day uh, in 2016th of January, WCW presents Sold Out. Um, matches on this in card. It 2000. Was- yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, just to say uh, beforehand, that TNA final resolution pay per view, uh, which had AJ Styles defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi. Have a guess, what the, have a guess what the attendance for that pay per view was. A couple of thousand, because it was in Universal Studios, wasn't it? Um, the Impact Zone or something. Oh, I, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon uh, probably like 3,000. Yeah. 900. Yeah. Fuck off. 900 people. That's insane. Yeah. 
mental. Uh, 900 people watched the Ace vs AJ. Mad, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so WCW sold out 2000. Um, Billy Kidman defeated Dean Malenko in a catch-as-catch-can match. Vampiro defeated Crowbar and David Flair uh, in a triple threat match. Big Vito and Johnny the Bull defeated Don Harris and Ron Harris. Do you know where Johnny the Bull is? No, try me. Relic. That's killer Uh, backwards. Killer backwards, that is. Yeah. If you didn't know. (laughs) Uh, Oklahoma defeated Medusa. um, Christ. To win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Brian Nobbs defeated Fit Finley, Meng, and Norman Smiley in a fatal four-way to retain the WCW Hardcore title. Billy Kidman defeated Perry Saturn in a bunkhouse match. Booker T defeated Stevie Ray. Tank Abbott defeated Jerry Flynn. Buff Bagwell defeated Diamond Dallas Page in a death match. The Wall defeated Billy Kidman in a steel cage match. Uh, Kevin Nash defeated Terry Funk in a hardcore match. And Chris Benoit defeated Sid Vicious to win the WCW World Heavyweight title. And he uh, quit the next day and went to WWE. Did he? Yeah, that's when the Radicals shown up. Like, on, ah. literally on Raw the next day because it was when there was no no-compete clauses. Bloody so, hell. So, like, they literally, he, they give him the belt. He literally, like, threw it down. He never acknowledged it again. And then he showed up on Raw with uh, Eddie Guerrero, oh. Dean Malenko, and Perry sat the next day. Wow. <laughs> Sweet. Um... Sticking with the same year on this day in 2005, TNA presents Final Resolution. The attendance of this was 875 people. <laughs> I mean, it, it's crazy to think that because it was like, as I say, it was a TV stage. So like, yeah, you you think, all right, it's not going to be that many people. But I thought there was more than that. It's equipped for a decent amount of people, but clearly not. Um, especially when you see the card, like it wasn't a terrible card. Uh, BG James and Conan and Ron Killings defeated Christopher Daniels, Kazarian, and Michael Shane. Elix Skipper defeated Sanjay Dutt. Dustin Rhodes defeated Kid Cash. Eric Watts defeated Raven. Uh, Jeff Hardy beat Scott Hall uh, with special guest referee Roddy Piper. Monty Brown defeated Diamond Dallas Page and Kevin Nash in a triple threat elimination. Chris Harris and James Storm defeated Bobby Roode and Eric Young uh, for a match for the NWA Tag Team titles. AJ Styles uh, defeated Chris Sabin and Petey Williams in an Ultimate X three-way for the X Division title. And finally, Jeff Jarrett retained the NWA World Heavyweight Championship by defeating Monty Brown. And finally, on this day, in 2016, Rev Pro presents High Stakes. This looked like a solid card. Uh, Pete Dunn defeated Morgan Webster to retain the Rev Pro British Cruiserweight title. Big Damo defeated Mike Bailey. Colt Cabana defeated Doug Williams. Marty Skrull defeated Will Ospreay. Uh, Jay Lethal defeated Mark Haskins to retain the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Bram, Jimmy Havoc, and T-Bone defeated James Cashel, Josh Bodden, and Shah Samuels in a no-disqualification six-man tag. And, Josh Bodden. Yeah. And finally, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, won the RevPro British heavyweight title by defeating AJ Styles. Ooh! 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 Yeah, man. Cheeky AJ-Zack Sabre Jr. match. 
Why not? Why not? So that, indeed. That's uh, that's your tidbits for this week. That was good, though. That was me. Right. Yeah, no worries. I enjoyed Appreciate doing that. that. I'm sure normal service will resume next week with Aaron, where we'll get some <laughs> yeah. absolute stinkers. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't believe we did tidbits and it didn't last forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird. Shall we? <laughs> yeah. Shall we do some Smack Diddly Down? Let's. Let's, let's do it. What an episode of SmackDown this oh, was, this, by the way. This fantastic. Was yeah, man. Um, Al- we... Almost, almost my favorite TV show that wrestling's put out this week. If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for NXT UK, SmackDown was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, this was Ultra good. It was amazing. Top um, ten. This is good. Yeah. So, uh, show opens with uh, Heyman talking to Roman about the contract uh, for the match with Pierce, and uh, he says that the match needs a stipulation. This was kind of like a reoccurring theme. It's it's something SmackDown like just to get us started. It's something SmackDown do really fucking well mm. in that every episode, as well as having like the long term story, it has like a self contained thing. Yeah, like almost like a chapter in a book for yeah. that yeah, story. Yeah. That's it. Um, and th- this was this was like the chapter that Roman wanted the contract signed, but he wanted it on his terms. Um, Jey Uso comes down the ring and says that everybody should thank Roman for putting food on the table and being the provider. Um, he says he's going to win the Rumble and then go to Raw and challenge Drew for the WWE title. So and Drew the, um, or Oldberg. Or Oldberg, yeah. <laughs> good, old, good old day, Jay. Um <laughs> And he says uh, Nakamura should thank him and Roman for letting him survive last week after the beatdown. Um, Nakamura comes out to his old music. Fuck yeah! Which I was, I, I love his rap music. To be fair, hmm. and I and I'm not everyone does, but I love it. But yeah, I, I pop like fuck when we got proper Nakamura entrance music. Yeah, same. Um, he comes out and he says, "If Roman's the big dog, Jay's is a little pop." little puppy and then just kicks him in the face um, <laughs> which was great and um, that leads us to a Uso versus Nakamura which was a really fun match um, Nakamura beats Uso down with um, strikes for most of the match uh, just as weird this was a bit weird at the break Cesaro's music hits and he just like comes out just comes and joins the commentary team and joins commentary um, and then Nakamura throws Jay into the ring post um, Cesaro on commentary um Cole asks why Cesaro didn't help Nakamura last week. And Cesaro had a, had a great answer where he goes, I did, you just didn't see me come out. The Tropicana Field, a big place. He said, it's you know, wild to walk around. <laughs> you, know, you know how big Tropicana Field is. By the time I made it round here, SmackDown was off the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's, uh, Cesaro says if he wins the Rumble, he'll challenge Roman. Oh, mm. oh, give us that. Oh, Come on. Oh, yes. Abs- have Cesaro dethrone Roman. Yeah. It's not going to happen, but I want It's it. not going to happen. I just love to, I'd love to see a Cesaro Roman match though with, with like this character of Roman. Yeah. Be awesome. Yeah. Um, Nakamura hits a really nice slide and snap German super, uh, suplex. Yeah, that looks uh, good. Uso reverses the Kinshasa into a super kick and then he goes for the splash, but Nakamura gets his knees up. Uso then rolls um up Nakamura with his feet on the ropes. Uh, the ref counts three, but then says it didn't count because he caught Uso's feet on the ropes. Mm-hmm. As Uso's arguing with the ref, um, Nakamura rolls him up and then hits a Kinshasa to win. Um, which, that fucking Nakamura's strong, giving him a win it over is. here. Giving him a win over Jay. So he doesn't lose. Week. 
Yeah, exactly. And he looked strong last week. So I like where they're going with this. I, I get the impression that we're going to probably get Nakamura versus Roman at some point. Or either mm. that or the other thing I thought is maybe they're going to build, like, they're building all these guys up to kind of give Roman a lot of, like, credible opponents for the Elimination Chamber. We're going to get, I think we're going to get Nakamura and, and Roman at Elimination Chamber. Mm. I see. Um, I reckon. I I reckon it'll probably be an actual like Roman will defend it in the chamber. Oh, okay. Because they've, they've got. If you think about it, they've got guys who like could be credible like people in that match at the moment. Yeah. They've got Brian, uh, Kevin Owens. Now they've got Cesaro and Nakamura after this mm. week. Um, and then you could either put Ray in. Or they could put Jay in or Corbin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot I'm of not people that, actually. Like it doesn't have to be a one-on-one match at Elimination Chamber. He could defend it in the chamber, which would be awesome. Yeah, and if if they could have the other thing that obviously Roman's got Jay in there with him, help like doing his dirty work while he just waits, and then yeah, Jay gets eliminated, and then it puts a bit of like jeopardy on Roman. Yeah, that's a good yeah. shout. That's a really good shout. I like the sound of that. Yeah, uh, hopefully that happens. I mean. Yeah. SmackDown hasn't let us down. Like unlike Raw, SmackDown's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at, after this, uh, we see Heyman bringing the uh, Adam Pearce the contract, and he says it's going to be a no DQ match, um, and it benefits Pearce. Pearce says it won't benefit him because it'll lead to to them injuring him and taking him out. Yeah. Um, which would be, which would benefit Roman basically. And Did then you we get see uh, just. Before the next bit, did you see the Sonia Deville was in this as well? Like that, Sonia yeah. Deville and, and, and Pierce were talking as Heyman approached. Heyman talking about a perfume. Heyman's like, "Oh my god, that perfume is effective!" And she just looks really fucking freaked out by it, and yeah. Pierce just looks really confused by it. <laughs> I'm still really intrigued if, what they're going to do with Sonia Deville, though. It feels like they're kind of building up Roman's like sort of connections, doesn't it? Mm. Like, I. Sonia's probably going to be later. <laughs> yeah, Sonia's probably going to be like their sort of like authority figure who does what they want. Yeah, um, yeah, certainly seems that way. Anyway, um, then it goes to James so arguing with Charles Robinson. Um, Charles Robinson <laughs> like, oh, I caught you cheating. What? What more do you want me to do? And then Jay says, uh, Jay says he's going to talk to Roman and get him fired. Yeah. And then because he mentions about his daughter's wedding, doesn't he? He's like, doesn't your daughter have a wedding coming up? So you're about to get fired for messing with the chief. Do your job. Yeah. He looks very concerned, does little nature. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we got Kayla interviewing the Street Profits. Um, I thought this was a pretty good promo. Yeah, man. They, they shit all over Rudolph, the dirty dogs, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> um, and Angelo Dawkins calls them entertainment dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll be struggling. Um, <laughs> they say they're gonna they're gonna take back the tag titles, um, and again just shit all over all over Rudolph, which you know. I prefer really street profits without the belts. I prefer them chasing rather than having them. Yeah, they they basically like as well. They, they were talking about like the title reign, and they said that oh, they defended it against everybody that came in the like came in front of them, which was mm. it was quite cool. Yeah. Um, then we we see Roman giving Apollo a pep talk, which. Interesting. Goes back to it. Goes back to the theory that Roman's bit uh, expanding, Pull, pulling a couple, couple more chairs up to the table. That's it. Um, <laughs> and uh, 
Heyman comes in with the contract. Apollo goes to leave and Roman says, no, 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 stay. You can learn from this. Yeah. Uh, and then Heyman says, I've got, I've got a no, no DQ match. And Roman's like, I don't want a no DQ match. I told you I didn't want a no DQ match. <laughs> and Heyman looks terrified and he goes, I want a last man standing match. Um, <laughs> so Heyman goes, okay, I'll, I'll get, I'll make it a last man standing match. And then, um, he and, argues it at first, doesn't he? Because he says, he's yeah. like, Pierce won't go for that. And he's like, well, you make him do it. And when he does yeah. it, you make him sign it in the ring. Yeah. And then uh, after it, he says to uh, Heyman, I take it that I can consider this handled, which is <laughs> great. Well, because um, Heyman said it earlier and right at the start, didn't he? When he, he took the contract off him, he was like, consider this handled. That was yeah. a theme going through the night, which was quite uh, amusing. Yeah. Um, and then he starts like giving Apollo more of a pep talk, which... Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, mm. After this, we get Natalia versus Liv Morgan. Um, Riot Squad, the, the star of this was Billy Kay. She was, she was so funny in this. Excellent. Did yeah. you notice uh, that Natalia's got new ring gear and a new variation on her music? Yes, I did. Yeah. She's had I new music sh- for a week or two now. I didn't know. I wasn't aware of the music. I one of heard it when she was first in the ring. She got the, the jobber's entrance pretty much. And I heard mm. it. I was like, that sounds a bit different. But yeah, yeah the, there's a noticeable change in it. Yeah. Um, so when the riot squad come out, uh, they do like the little pose and Billy bumps through them and starts air guitaring on the stage. <laughs> um, and then she, Billy goes, like, Rubia goes on to, um, like, is stand, stand at ringside. Tamina's out with Natalia as well, to even the odds. Mm. And Billy goes on concrete. Um, Billy's telling it. She's telling Graves, Graves and Cole about how she's got uh, mosh pishing and mosh pitting on her uh, CV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's like, I changed and, it. Like, is that what they call it in uh, Australia? <laughs> I love, I love the fact that um, as well. She was going on about like they were like, oh, so you're in the riot squad? She's like, well, I'm unofficially, officially in the riot riot squad. <laughs> and then he's. He said, but wait, wait, you're friends with uh, Natalia? Said, yeah, yeah, we were friends. I was unofficially, officially friends with Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Michael um, Cole called uh, Billy Vicious as well at one point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was fucking hilarious, this whole thing. I loved it. Um, yeah. Billy, Billy Kay then, like, um, goes to, like, join Ruby and give, like, uh, live, like, a bit of a pep talk. <laughs> she keeps... It was so good though. She like keeps like putting her arm around Ruby, and Ruby's just like get off, get off, get off. <laughs> just looks totally like pissed off. Um, she Billy goes around to like get in Tamina's face, and then she like Tamina's like, "What are you doing?" And like chases her. Billy goes in the ring just as Liv's about to get um about to hit like a finisher, like that that kick thing she does. Yeah, and uh, Billy like kind of goes between them and runs through. Liv turns around and like says, "What are you doing?" And then Natalia rolls her up. Yeah. Um win and then there wasn't much going on in the ring for this it was more so about the kind of story and the outside that the, the it, match in itself it was, was, all, about, it was right. all about billy k yeah yeah it was all, about, it was all about getting billy k and yeah she was fantastic she's yeah. she's so good i'm glad that they're like using her still and they're letting her just be herself yeah essentially because she is hilarious um after this we get ray versus king corbin um mm-hmm. Corbin, it's Dominic's on commentary for this. There, there was a lot of the, like, there was a lot of reoccurring things throughout the show. So mm. there was a lot of um, like stuff with comment, like guest commentators. There's like three, um, four guest commentators. 
You had Cesaro for Nakamura's match. Cesaro, you had Billy Kay for this one. Billy Kay, Dominic, and Dominic and, for this yeah. one. And Largy. Um, oh, yes, later on. <laughs> more on that later. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Dominic sat on commentary, and as Corbin goes outside, clotheslines Ray, and then Dom gets in Dominic's face. Dominic stands up, and Corbin just pushes him back in the chair. Like, Don't stand up. <laughs> quite, Corbin was fucking brilliant in this match, like healer. healer yeah. He was fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he catches a crossbody from Ray, um, and then Ray hits a hurricane run and goes to the six one nine. But Corbin reverses it into a deep six. Um, Dominic stands up and gets in Corbin's face again, and Corbin just decks Dominic. Yeah. And then um, Dom tries to get in the ring. Ray's like Ray tries to stop him. Corbin shoves Ray into him, and then hits end of days, and uh, Corbin wins. And then Ray and Dominic have like a bit of an altercation in the ring. Yeah. Um, not un- not unlike properly. No, it Not was proper, just like, more, uh, like, like Ray, like telling him off, like t- to getting involved. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple of bits earlier on in the match, but more so commentary rather than the stuff that happened in the ring. There was a kind of nice moment. I thought it was nice anyway, where Dominic sits down on commentary and Cole starts reminiscing about the fact that I remember when you were like a child here and he was on commentary, and now he can't believe that he's here as a WWE superstar. And Dominic's mm. like, "Oh, thank you, it's an honor." And also, Cole, you're really old. <laughs> that name yeah. just all cracked up. It was pretty cool. Um, and then they say what are your plans going forward for like 2021? What do you want to do? And Dominic says he's looking forward to capturing tag team gold with his dad. So I feel we're going to get a lot more of them in tag matches. I wouldn't be against them having the belts. I think it'd be pretty cool. I reckon, I see, I reckon the opposite. I reckon we're getting Dominic first Ray at Mania. Ooh, that's not a bad shout. Not a bad Just shout because the teasing, like that Dominic's getting in Ray's business a bit too much. It's like, well, yeah, that was going to be the next thing I mentioned. Like, Corey is just being an absolute blurt to Dominic for the whole thing. Like, basically sat there like, how do you feel sat here watching your dad getting battered by Corbin? And he's like, why don't you step in and do something? And then when he does, he's just like, oh, he should know when to control himself. And just winding yeah. him up, just being a general prick. <laughs> yeah. Not like Corey to do that, is it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this then leads us to um, Pierce asking Heyman if he's if Roman signed the contract backstage, um, Heyman says Roman, Roman didn't like the uh, the terms and that he wanted to be a last man stand the match. And he isn't in, he, he does a really good thing where he's like, I'm not in the business of spoilers, which I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm on that. He always says it's a spoiler. <laughs> um, Don't lie to us. Yeah. And he, uh, he, ba- he basically, Says he wants he wants Pierce to sign this contract in the ring later on, and Pierce like fine, whatever. Um, we then get the debut of Bailey's new talk show segment, Ding Dong Hello Show, which was <laughs> it was just the Supernova section, was wasn't it? Yeah, it's exactly what it was. It was exactly, exactly the same. Yeah, Bailey had it. Bailey had like a little wooden stool for a guest, and she had um a, like arm <laughs> Um. Yeah, but I thought it was quite good. I, I like I like the chemistry that Bailey and Bianca have. Um, yeah. So Bailey, uh, Bianca comes out and Bailey makes Bianca like ring the door that the doorbell and Bianca's like, but you know I'm in the you know already know I'm in the ring. She's like, just do it. So she does, and Bailey's like, I wonder who's at the door. Um, <laughs> Bianca then sits in Bailey's armchair and uh, Bailey says that like says that uh, Bianca calling herself the EST is disrespectful and says that she should be the EST because she's beat Bianca. Um, Bianca, Bianca tries to say like, "Oh no, it's not. It's not disrespectful. I'm just confident in myself." It's like, well, 
you know, <laughs> Bailey, Bailey, Bailey's a heel who makes good points there. I thought. <laughs> Whereas, like, I mean, she has got a point. She's beat you, so technically she is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Bailey like shows a video clip at one point of a of her beating Bianca as well. Uh, <laughs> she then challenges Bianca to an obstacle course to prove who's the best next week. Um, That's going to be I, fun. <laughs> I, I I reckon this is actually going to be quite funny. I think. Mm. Bailey's doing the whole like delusional heel, uh, and also it, it's I've liked the fact that they're kind of letting Air and Bianca kind of just do do this like more. Yeah, they, they they feel like they're a bit more like not like the scripted, like they're a bit like more freestyling it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And like doing a bit more improv, and I think it, it's allowing Bianca to show a bit more character where they've not yeah. really let her. And it's, yeah, fleshing it out a bit is good. Given a given her the rubber Bailey, who's like probably for my money like the best heel that they've got in the women's division. Um, yeah. yeah, So it's it's given it's given her something to do as well. Because mm-hmm. um, I was worried she wouldn't get much TV time once she lost the belt to Sasha, but it appears not. Yeah. Um, the it shows a training um thing with uh, Daniel Bryan training with the Alpha Academy. Um, was it Kayla who was interviewing? It was wasn't it? Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I haven't wrote. I haven't wrote down that. I've just put interview for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so she she asks uh, Brian about like his match with uh, about losing to Shinsuke uh, last week, and Chad goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa no, no negativity here, Kayla." <laughs> um, I like that he's like training with like the Alpha Boys as well. I think yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, he says he respects uh, Shinsuke, and that um, and then Cesaro comes in and says. Oh no, Shin- Shinsuke give you the handshake out of pity, um, <laughs> and he he just like sh- like shit talks over the train and then calls it the Macarena. Starts um, doing it, doesn't he? Yeah, he did like a little thrust. Um, <laughs> Cesaro, I'm I'm so glad he like did give him so much time this week, and I'm just thinking, mm. please, 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 don't be like a false start. Yeah. Please yeah. be an actual Cesaro push because he yeah. deserves it. He's fully, so fully good. He deserves it. Yeah. He's so good. He's he's charismatic. He's a brilliant, brilliant wrestler. Mm. And he's a guy who should have been world champion a lot longer ago than yeah. than like now. Um, yeah. 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 So they, this takes us to their match anyway. Um, Brian works over Cesaro's shoulder for the start of it. He dives onto Cesaro on the outside the ring and he's doing like the uh, yes kicks against the ring post. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cesaro ducks and he ends up kicking the ring post and then Cesaro works over an, uh, the ankle and leg of Brian. Did you um, notice that when he was kicking him and he was against the ring post, one of them fully caught him in the head because he cut his head open after the break? Yeah. So the ref had the gloves on. Yeah. Look a nasty so, guy. The ref's gloves as well looked like fucking workman gloves, not like the ones that they normally use. <laughs> It's like he's just stepped like off dead the building. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you like probably like canvas, like gloves. It was weird. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, there was a really cool segment where uh, Brian puts the yes lock onto Cesaro. Cesaro fights out. Uh, big swings. Brian hits him. Puts a sharpshooter on, and then uh, Brian goes for the rope. Cesaro, Cesaro transitions that into like a cross face, and then Brian reverses that into the yes lock, and Cesaro has to get the rope break. Um, the the again the the technical stuff they were doing in this match it's was fucking awesome. awesome, really really good chemistry. Um, I think Corey, I can't remember if it was Corey or Cole said something. He's like, um, 
there isn't a like there isn't a submission move or technical move that neither one of these guys doesn't know or hasn't mastered or doesn't know how to get out of are just playing yeah. up to the fact that they're both just technical wizards. I'd I'd love to see them like get a pay-per-view match with these two and like just give them like give them an Iron time. Man match. Yeah. Oh. Give them as much time as they want. Give them 20 yeah. minutes and just let them go mad. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Um Brian goes up top for a top row Hurricane Rana. Cesaro blocks it and reverses it into like a twist and suplex. This which was awesome, didn't it? Just deadlifted yeah. him up and twisted him round. Um, they they end up trading reversal. So Cesaro goes for um for the neutralizer. Brian like flips him out. Cesaro lands on his feet. Um, Brian gets a bit of on offense um by reversing a pop up uppercut caught mm. with some kicks. Um. It looks like he's it looks like he's gonna hit the running knee. Cesaro reverses that into a pop-up uppercut, hits the neutralizer, and gets a pinfall victory over Daniel Bryan, clean as a fucking whistle. Fuck um, me. <laughs> don't fuck this up, WWE. Push don't. Cesaro to the moon, please. Yeah. yeah. Swiss man can go. Um This is a really, really good match. It was fantastic. So good. So good. Yeah. Um Kayla interviews Carmella backstage after this. Um, Mella, <laughs> I've, I've literally just put Mella chat, chat shit and gets hit by Sasha. Um, Sasha says she'll give uh, Carmella another title match if she can have a match with the sommelier first and the sommelier shits himself. <laughs> and then that, that takes us to our uh, final match of the night. Uh, Apollo versus Sami Zayn. Did they say this was a number one contenders match for the Intercontinental title? Uh... I don't recall them saying that, but they then made a match immediately after it from the mm. winner. So maybe they did and I missed it, but I don't recall. Yeah, so Big E's on commentary. He's he's sat on a couch <laughs> and he's got a fridge with all fruit in it next to him. so funny. Um, like wireless headset so he can be fully away from the desk and he's just yeah, sat there in his and he's like, he's lying on, <laughs> Yeah, He's lounging on the couch. Um, also, big shout out to Big E's Ghostbusters cardigan. That was fantastic. Yeah. Really good. That, I I popped like a motherfucker with that. I was like, that's <laughs> um, <laughs> there's, there's a bit which had me in absolute stitches. Where there was several Sam, bits in this that did. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was it was similar sort of thing. Where, like to the Liv Morgan thing, where what was going on outside the match was like better than what was going on in the match. It was, that's it was not, the focal point. Yeah, yeah. That's not like a jab at them. It was just like the way like the way it was presented. Yeah. Um, so there's a bit where Sammy, Sammy calls Biggie brother. Like he says, watch your brother or something like that. He's like, get a good look at goes, this brother. He can't call me brother. <laughs> he, he can't call me brother. <laughs> um, Biggie was so good. There was a bit just before this where Cruz hits a really, really good belly to belly on Sammy Zane. And he goes, oh, that was beautiful. But I do it better. <laughs> yeah. Um, Apollo hits a German on Sammy. Sammy gets the knees up on him, standing moonsault. Uh, there was a bit as well. Corey Graves brings up um, <laughs> the fact that Biggie, Biggie didn't beat Sammy in a one-on-one match. It was a um, it was a lumberjack match, and Biggie, Biggie has sat there looking absolutely <laughs> horrified yeah, by Corey. And, it, yeah, and then he goes, "I didn't make the match. <laughs> Fool, I, I didn't, didn't make the match. It. <laughs> it was a lumberjack match. They lumberjacks. <laughs> yeah, they lumberjacks. They do what they want." Um, <laughs> I, I just, just give Biggie the fucking world title, please. And I was saying, and I was saying Cesaro, I've then feud over the world title. It'll make me the happiest person in the world. 
Yes, please. Um, so Sammy goes for a roll up on Apollo with a handful of tights. The ref catches him. Um, again, this was kind of like a court, like weirdly similar to the um, finish of the Nakamura and mm. Uso match. It was another thing where it was like a little little bit of a gripe I had with it, but it wasn't like it didn't ruin the show for me. So the show was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Apollo then rolls Sammy up with him. Um, with a handful of tights and Biggie keeps going on that he's knuckle deep and knuckle inside. deep. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love as well when he was eating like the little bowl of fruit and he just turns to Michael Cole at one point and went, I got myself a fruit cup. <laughs> just shit like that, Biggie's just amazing. Um, after the match, Apollo picks up the Intercontinental title and looks at it and Biggie says that's the closest he'll get. I'm going to make a, a prediction here. I think Apollo's going to take that, off, that belt off Biggie. Oh, big. He's going to end up feuding with Roman. Is that is that what you think? Or is that what you want to happen? That's I think No, I, th- I think it might happen because they were like alluding to the fact that... Um, so the, there was some, it was only because of a, something that was said on commentary where they, they shown like Heyman giving him Apollo a pep talk last week. Oh, on, on Talking Smack, yeah. Talking Smack. And they said on commentary that they did Heyman did the same to Biggie. And um Oh yeah. Two weeks later, Biggie was the Intercontinental Champion. And uh True. and Big Biggie made a make made a bigger deal than he than he should have if it's not it's not gonna lead to anything with Roman. Mm. Where he was like, yeah, but you know, he, he gives out bad advice. I don't wanna I don't want to follow that. I've seen what he does to people and how he corrupts them and all that. I was like, Yeah, Ooh. he mentioned something about Apollo being like easily influenced or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. and it, it just—it's just a fact as well that Roman was mentoring Apollo, and now Apollo's feuding with E. Mm. It makes me think it's gonna lead to yeah. some. Again, it could—it could be like to my theory about the elimination chamber that they're just building people up yeah. to be credible threats All to Roman. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they can put them in that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I—it I, wouldn't surprise me if if like Biggie was to lose that title and then go on to like either win the rumble or maybe maybe even like just become number one contender through like all the means. Yeah yeah. Um fair. Somewhere down the line. It, it just it just it, as I say, it, there was there was a couple of little things that were said that made me go, hang on. Yeah. There's, there's more to this than meets the eye. So a bit bit of world building as you call it. Yeah. And <laughs> obviously it's no secret at this point that I want Big E to be the world champion. You've never and mentioned that. I want neither of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want I want Biggie to feud with Roman because I think it'll be amazing and it'll be like a really good moment to see Biggie be the one to like dethrone Roman and yeah, man. put his feet on the table. Because you know that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs> or he'll, he'll like lie across the table and be cover a, it in pancakes or something like that. <laughs> just be an absolute nuisance to Roman. Um <laughs> So, um, speaking of Roman, uh, he comes to the, he comes to the ring and is followed by Postman Pierce to sign the contract. Um, Roman sat at the head of the table again. I love that. I think that's fucking brilliant. It was the fact that Pierce had sat down and Roman was still stood up, and Heyman's like, yeah. "Oh, Roman, here's your chair." And he's like, "I don't want that chair. I want the one that he sat on." So Heyman's yeah. like, you, "You're going to need to get up. He wants that chair." <laughs> so he gives yeah. it up and goes go to the head. Roman just putting his dick on the table for, for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Pierce, 
sits down in in his own his own chair, and then Uso's like, "Why didn't you sign the contract?" And like picks him up and like takes the chair and throws it out the ring. Um, <laughs> and Pierce just like casually walks around the table and sits in the other chair. <laughs> it, it was good though. Like, like again, th- this is like such a little subtlety, but it's some of like the finer details and like the stuff they're doing with this is fantastic. So yeah. obviously, he was on like. He was on Uso's side of the table and Uso was like trying to rough him up and all that. And then he walks around to Heyman's side. It was like good cop, bad cop. Yeah. 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 And uh, Heyman's not like, the, like that. It's good though. Hey, Heyman's more like the mediator, whereas Jay's like the hothead. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like, he's like, look, look, look take your time. He's signing the contract, don't worry. Um, it's it's when he's right, he's, he's going to do it, but he's taking longer. And Heyman goes, You're not making the good television. Yeah, and he eventually signs it and passes it over. He's like, "You're so damn passive aggressive." Yeah, and then <laughs> and then he gives Roman the pen, and Heyman pulls his own pen out and gives it to Roman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking brilliant. Um, <laughs> Roman signs the contract, um, and then Pierce, Pierce like dead casually just goes, "I've waited all night for you to do that." And then he like Roman looked really Roman confused before that though. Roman turned after nope. he signed it, and Roman said, "That's the last contract you'll ever sign." Ooh, 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 ooh! <laughs> gonna fucking kill him, isn't he? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Head of the table, like full, gonna go full Tony Soprano on him. <laughs> um, yeah, so Peter says he's waited all night, and as, he, as he's walking, as he's like, he leaves the ring and he's walking up the ramp, and he starts limping. Um, and is yeah, unfortunately, like it, it kind of. Hampered this segment a bit. His mic stopped working, so it kept cutting in and out. Um, So, but you can tell just what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He says he just goes, "Oh, my knees are hurting." Um, It's like you know, one of those old nagging injuries. You know what I mean, don't you, Roman? And Roman's (laughs) again looking really confused. Like, what the fuck's he up to? Um, (laughs) And then. Pierce says it's a good thing about these contracts, uh, and you'll you'll know from reading them and signing multiple ones. It says in the fine print card subject to change. Um, if like a competitor can't compete in the match, he's like, I don't think I'm going to be medically cleared for this match. <laughs> but he's like, don't worry, I found my, I found you a suitable replacement. Kevin Owens comes out, um, signs the contract, and Roman looks livid. <laughs> Roman looks like he's gonna fucking mayor the Pierce next week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it was it was speculated that they were gonna replace Pierce. I'm kind of upset about that. I, I am. I'd have liked to have seen that. I think that'd have been a really good moment for Pierce and yeah. for anyone that's kind of followed his career before WWE to just have his kind of his moment in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Love to see some. Love to see Scrap Iron Adam Pierce, the Scrap Daddy himself. Just one more match. Put him the in the rumble. Table. Put him in the rumble. Yeah. Let him eliminate Surprise Jay in the rumble. Let him eliminate Jay or something. I get the impression we are going to end up seeing him wrestle at some point, though. Directly. Like, just yeah, just the fact that they're, they're bringing it up, they're talking about his legacy a lot, and it's they're like, not ignoring well, it, are they? Like they're yeah, fairly open with with his. You know past. what WWE like if. Then if they don't say something, oh sorry, if they say something, you know it's gonna lead to something that yeah. They don't say something just for the sake of saying something. Mm. So planting that seed, mm. yeah. Now nah, that was cool. Now I'm like as much as I would have loved to have seen uh, Potion Pierce in that match. 
I'm not at all disappointed that KO has replaced him oh, because KO, I think they're going to have an absolute... Roman in the last man standing match will be insane. It's going to be so unreal, good. really, yeah. really good. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I am looking forward to that. Like, I'm yeah, not going to lie about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was SmackDown. I Come thought, on. I thought it was brilliant. I really did. I thought yeah. it was an excellent show from beginning to end. Solid. Um, but what was what was the highs and lows of it, Troy? Uh, my low would be the Carmella and Sasha stuff. Yeah, I, same. I'm already bored of it. I can't even be asked. Um, oh, all three matches on this were were decent. Three, four were there. Four yeah. matches. Um, were decent. Yeah, because even the short ones, like everything, everything progressed something. Yeah, exactly. Um, Uso and Nakamura was good. Um. Brian and Cesaro was the absolute standout. It was so good. Um, yeah. Do you know what? Brian and Cesaro. I yeah. always go through all of the stuff with, with Roman and, and Jay and Heyman and whatnot every week. And that was good this week. And it was the standout. But at risk of just choosing the same thing every week, it's hard to deny how good that match between Brian and Cesaro was. We, we got that on an episode of SmackDown. That could have been put as an opener on a pay-per-view. Come and pause the main event on the pay per view. Yeah, given a bit longer, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah, no arguments from me there. I'm exactly the same as you, mate. Um, yeah. uh, Brian Cesaro match was fantastic, and the Kamala, 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 not, not <laughs> Carmella segment was trash. So uh, yeah, 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 no arguments from me there. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's been another one in the bag for SmackDown. Um, yeah, Roy. Where can uh, they find us on social media, Troy? All of the social media. You can find us on Twitter and Twitch at Untitled Rest Pod and on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. And um, where can I get some nice products for my beard? Head your hairy face on over to thatchface.com. And use the discount code TroyXL85 for 20% off your shop. Nice. Well, that's that's that then. Cheers, mate. Um, Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.